Welcome to the Rise to the Challenge podcast. Join me today. She's an entrepreneur, the owner and editor-in-chief of Beverly Hills Magazine. It's Jacqueline Madison. How are you doing today, Jacqueline? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining us today on this week's episode. I am so happy to learn more about you. So the first thing we're going to do is talk about where are you originally from and what were your passions growing up? So I'm actually originally from South Africa. I was born in South Africa, but I moved here to the States in 93. I was about nine years old and I just became a citizen of the United States, uh, not last year, but the year before. And my passions growing up, I was always, uh, I was always interested in acting and I was always involved in school plays uh, or church plays and, um, Activities like dance, uh, what else? I was also, so I had that sort of social part of my personality, but I also had an introverted side where I love to write and I love to read. And, and so I, um, I really grew personally a lot at, during my childhood and teenage years by journal writing. So there's like a dichotomy to me. I can be extremely social butterfly, but I also need my, my, my private quiet time. Growing up in South Africa, what was the atmosphere like for you? Well, I mean, there was political tension in South Africa, which I think we can all relate to nowadays. Um, so there was always that that I was aware of as a child. I, I didn't directly experience it because I was so young. So, you know, your parents sort of protect you from that. But I, I knew that, that I lived in a country where there was political tension. When you were coming to the States and you were getting into acting and all that, did you have like, did you gain a new skill while doing that that you didn't know you had before? Well, you know, I think our lives are kind of an evolution of self. And, and, and so I think we should always be discovering new talents and gifts that, that you know, God put in us and, and then we need to utilize them. And that's where we find personal fulfillment and joy and, and that purpose, yep. you know? When you were growing up, did you have any inspiration, someone that you looked up to? Um, not really, not that I can recall. No one, I, I didn't like have an idol or anything. I just, no, uh-uh. <laughs> I really didn't. Sometimes people have those idols and some people they're like, I'll just see what things go or how things go and just play it day by day. And yeah. I grew up and I had all these idols, but some of them were like, okay, you could be that, but sometimes you can't be that. But right. I remember that I was a wild card. You never know what was going to happen with me. I always knew though that I wanted to be, I always like as a young girl, I pictured myself with the briefcase and, and I always used to say I'm born to act, you know? So I wanted to be a businesswoman, but I also wanted to be in, in television and film. So what's interesting is my, my life path has sort of led me to the opportunity where I get to produce my own shows and write my own shows. And that's kind of, and you know, that's where it's heading. So it's awesome. I think back then, or, or I know when I was growing up, a lot of people, it was hard for them to juggle two different career paths in two different industries. Nowadays, you see it happen all the time. And it just shows how much passion people have and that they're willing to do anything to make their dreams come true. Yeah. Yeah, I think that we, our generation or this generation is very entrepreneurial. I think, you know, like God created this generation specifically yeah. <laughs> to, to birth new things and to be risk takers and to, uh, to pursue our dreams. You know, because when we take that leap of faith, our, 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 purpose is aligned with our pursuit of our passions and 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 that's where we fulfill our destiny and that's my my story that's what happened you know I had this incredibly huge dream uh to start and build Beverly Hills magazine and um I needed faith from day one because it was beyond me I mean I didn't live in Beverly Beverly Hills I it was just an incredible opportunity, you know? And um, that's why I say I'm living on a prayer because 
<laughs> I really need like God's help to to bring the right people and open the right doors and give me the strength and wisdom I need to to build this business the right way. And I think we all do, you know. As you were growing up, as you were getting into the passions that you had, what was the dream job that you were hoping to fulfill? Well, it was always to be an actress. I always wanted to be an actress. Growing up, I was in school plays, like I said, and I, I did a, a lot of various trainings. Uh, and I mean, even recently, I finished a, a, an acting course with a, a very high profile uh, you know, acting coach. And it's just been something I love doing. I mean, actually, a very fond childhood memory I have was I had friends over and, we, and I was directing like a, a fake wedding you know, in our back end, but I was being director, but I was also like starring. And, and so it's funny now at this point in my life where I'm producing my own television show because I'm producing Beverly Hills Magazine TV, but then I've written a scripted show based on my life as the editor in chief. So that'll be fun. Uh, so in hindsight, I think we all have childhood dreams mm -hmm. and I think those are the desires of our heart. And when I, when I went to God and I said, I really need your help. <laughs> like I can't do this on my own. That was when he started guiding me and leading me into paths that actually allowed me to make my dreams come true. Those childhood dreams, because, and like you said, the gifts and talents that I discovered, like writing, a, I've written a whole season of the show of my life, like 13 episodes. Like that's no joke. If, if you had told me I could have done that, you know, 10 years ago or something, I'm like, yeah, right. I would never think to do that. But as I personally evolved and my faith grew, I was able to utilize the talents and gifts that God already put in me that I didn't even realize were there, but they just went to a whole nother level as my faith grew. And it's incredible. And I'm actually even excited about where I potentially am going to grow, you know, like into filmmaking and other things. Because with God, all things are possible. So yeah. That's actually like my life motto. That's the scripture I live by. Like there are no limits with God. We can accomplish our heart's desires and live our dream life. I'm living my dream life. Uh, I mean, and there are some people who knew me before who would, say, who would say, yeah, right. There's no way you could, you know, own Beverly Hills magazine. Like that's, you're in La La Land. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but La La Land is dreamland and that's where dreams come true. So yes. That's where I am. <laughs> I think you brought up a great point where like people might not expect the certain outcomes that you have gotten. And I know for me, I always kind of use myself as the wild card or the underdog in a situation. And doing this podcast when people thought, oh, this is just gonna be a hobby. You're not you're not gonna get anyone. And I'm gonna be like, no, I'm gonna get people. I'm gonna put myself out there and show that I'm passionate about what I'm doing. And like for you, you're, I can even just tell in the short amount of time, you're passionate about what you're doing. And I think people that are listening to this, they can do anything that they put their minds to. Don't let the people doubt you. And I know we, people use this with social media, the haters. Don't let the haters get to you because that's just an obstacle that you're gonna overcome. And then when you overcome it, it's gonna, you're gonna show people, look what I've been able to do. And we're both in that si same situation. Look what we're doing. You're an owner of a magazine that's high profile and look at all the people that you've been getting in the magazine. That's just amazing. Uh, yeah, but you know what? My story isn't one of like, oh, you know, I accomplished all this stuff. Like I literally, my story is one where I literally admitted that I couldn't do it myself and that I went to God and I asked him for help mm -hmm. and he started guiding my life. Like I started getting prophetic dreams and I started getting like epiphanies. Cause like we're, that's how God talks to us. You know, like all of a sudden you'll have perfect clarity of exactly what you have to do, where you have to go, who you have to call. And when we have that connection with God, we start operating at a whole nother level. And then like supernatural doors start to open. Like that's how I was able to gain access to like celebrities and people so quickly when I like didn't even live in Beverly Hills, I didn't know anybody, but I knew God and he knows everything. So he opens the doors. 
for me, I'm just as shocked by like what's manifesting in my life, you know, because I'm not making it happen. Like I'm not in control of my life. And actually I wrote that I wrote a book called seven oracles of success. And it talks about my whole experience and how I came to this place of kind of just operating by faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, read it, check it out. If, if you know, you want to really live your dream life, seven oracles of success.com will give you this. I call them spiritual secrets to success that I learned and applied to guarantee your success. And I know that's bold, but it's 100% true. Like you can, I guarantee your success because when you walk with God and you're walking in faith, there is nothing impossible with God. And we all have to get to that place of faith. Because what is God's word? Faith is the evidence of things not seen and the substance of things hoped for, which means literally we build our future based on our, our level of faith. Wow. When yeah. did you finally have that outcome with faith? When did it kind of come around in your life? Well, like I always believed in God, but I never like was, uh, I never like submitted to God or like asked for his leading. You know, I was always like, I got this. I can do every, anything I want, you know, was, like most of us, you know, we can achieve anything we put our, put our minds to, right? And I'm not saying that, I'm not discounting the fact that you, you shouldn't have faith in yourself because we do have to have some level of faith in our capabilities and, and what, like, what God is opening doors for us to do, you know, because if I didn't believe that I could become the editor of Beverly Hills Magazine or the owner, then I would, I would, my fear would win out over my faith. See what I mean? So we have to overcome that fear of insecurity, fear of failure, fear of, well, and also I hate us, you know, well, I don't call them haters, but um, obstacles, people who yeah, are obstacles. <laughs> saying that they're haters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause we love everybody. I love everybody. And under, you know, I see us all as God's children. Um, but for me, getting back to answer your question, it was in, it was in 2008 when the recession hit and I, and it wasn't because of the recession, but it was just, it, it came to a point where I realized I was living for the wrong things. I was too materialistic. It was all about the new Mercedes and making money, but I wasn't, I wasn't happy and I wasn't fulfilled, you know? And it was then that I actually realized that I was not living my truth. I wasn't living the right way. I wasn't living aligned with my higher spiritual self, which is always for the good of the whole, you know, not just for selfish gain. And that was when I, I, I would say, you could, I called it repentance. I went to God and I said, you know, I've been doing the wrong things. Forgive me. You know, I really need your help. And it was in that point where I willingly was choosing to change my life. To, to be change how I had been operating with God as opposed to without him. And my everything changed. I started getting supernatural guidance, but I asked for it. So God's word says you have not because you ask not. So now I'm like, every time I go to pray, which is like at least twice a day, I have to wake up and pray. And I have to, before I go to bed, I have to pray. I have to go meet with God. Like he's the CEO of the universe, right? So I have to go into my board meeting with the, 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 the real boss. <laughs> That's how I see it. Like he's the original entrepreneur. Um, so yeah, and I boldly ask, but I ask for, I don't ask for money. I don't ask for material things. I ask for the spiritual things I need, the intangible things like wisdom, guidance, perseverance, discipline, focus, excellence. Uh, divine alignment, strategic con- connections. I ask for the right team, the right people around me. And I do, I have an incredible team. We, like the God has brought this team around me. It's like the dream team. We're all independent and we, we all operate at a, just a high level of output because we put out a lot of content. Um, but it's, it's like, God makes it so simple. Like, I feel like I barely even work and yet we're, we've, we've created this like awesome business. 
that's why God says my yoke is easy. Like it's so easy. <laughs> really. So starting out, you when I kind of I'm gonna break it down like your different yeah. avenues of your businesses. You have you the big main thing is the magazine part. So you started out with Santa Fe magazine. How did you get involved with that? So actually, I started my first magazine with my my brothers and sisters, and I, I'm a real estate broker. I also do real estate, so we high end real estate, and we had like a twenty million dollar listing. And my sister was doing a photo shoot there, and I and I, when she came, I started directing the shoot, and I was like, oh, we could do this as a business. Um, we could start a calendar or a magazine, and that was when the the seed of starting a magazine was born. And so we decided, and literally starting everything from no money, like, you know, I just happened to be work connected with a developer who did high-end homes. That why, that's why it was a $20 million home, um, which was, again, an opportunity from God, right? But the point is, uh, so we started the first magazine, and then I decided I wanted to do, I wanted some independence, right? It's my own thing. Uh, and I think that's healthy to... Uh, break away from siblings and do your own thing, pursue the dreams that you have in your heart. There's a reason they're there. And so I started Rancho Santa Fe Magazine, which was a smaller affluent community in San Diego. It's like the Beverly Hills of San Diego, um, but it had a growth ceiling. You know, we had like 10,000 uh, readers per issue, but I knew in my heart there was more for me, you know, and God kind of put it on my heart to look for Beverly Hills magazine. So I went and I looked, it seemed like totally impossible, but the trademark was available. Like what? Are you kidding? I couldn't even believe it. I still can't believe it. <laughs> you know, I was in San Diego. Like, I don't even know. That's how, you know, it's like God given, you know, but that's how I knew anyways. That's why when, when there's a, an unction in your spirit to pursue something or to do something, and especially if people tell you that you're crazy or it's not going to work or don't do it, yada, yada, then you have to. Yeah. Because, because there's, there's purpose in your pursuit of your passion. And by, pursu by pursuing those, those dreams in our heart with faith, not only in ourselves, but in God, most of all, he's going to meet us. He see God's a rewarder of the faithful. He, they, it's impossible to please him without faith, but in faith, God can operate. He can move, you know, it's supernaturally. That's why it's, I, I just want everybody to live their dream life because it's, this is available to everybody. You know, God's God, he created us all, you know? So, um, yeah. Did I get far off tangent or, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It was more yeah. about how did you get started with the Santa Fe magazine? Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. So, and, and then that's how I got to Beverly Hills magazine. And here we are. So, where do you currently live? So, I live in Beverly Hills. Okay. So, before Beverly Hills magazine you created, were you not in Beverly Hills? No, I was in San Diego. So, what yeah. brought you to Beverly Hills magazine or Beverly Hills in general? Honestly, it was God's will for me because I, I never imagined this for myself. But, but what's interesting is when I look in hindsight at this, the, the, uh, the synchronicity of my, my repentance and going to God and like seeking God, it was perfectly aligned with the, the, failure of my first two businesses. And I call them failures because they never reached a level of success that I had hoped for. Right. Mm -hmm. But I have learned that I, there are, there isn't such a thing as failure that though there's only stepping stones on your journey of success yeah. because everything I learned with those two previous experiences I'm using and applying now. So they were actually necessary, you know, so we must never discount anything. And even as difficult as some of those failures were or redirections, God's redirection um, at the time, now I'm like, wow, that 
that was so perfect. I needed to do that. I had to experience that. If, if, if I, if, if I had continued doing that business, I would never be where I am now. Yeah. So I'm glad that didn't, didn't work out, you see? So we have to, and this is also part of operating in like a mindset of faith that we must always trust God. Even, even like the worst things that seem to be happening to us, we must believe and know that they're blessings in disguise. And faith is synonymous with trust. And when we have faith and we trust God, that's when supernatural manifestation starts to happen in our lives. And it's just a wonderful, mind-blowing journey. <laughs> I think you brought up a great point that some people look at failures as something that took them down in a way. And I think people need to just do like a reflection in a way and look back at what did you learn from that situation? What can you grow from failing in a way? Because you, it was part of your life. I think some people look at it like with relationships in a way. If a relationship that lasted a couple of years didn't end up the way it was going, you now have a knowledge of where do you want to go next? Like you want to learn from that relationship so that your next relationship is the correct one that you want. From a, when you were putting together the magazine, how were you able to reach out to clients and stuff? So like, I think I remember Gwen Stefani being in a magazine. So like, for example, do you use social media marketing techniques to get out to these individuals? So yeah, I love Gwen Stefani. She's on our cover. Our, we actually launched our premiere print edition now. It's available for subscription. She's on the cover. I love her. She's beautiful um, and sweetheart. But uh, no, this is the thing. I didn't, I didn't have to go make it happen. Like, you, in a way. yes, God brought the right person, the right people, the doors supernaturally open. That's why my story is so like opposite from like what you would think. I didn't like, because God says, wait upon the Lord. We have to wait upon him. Mm-hmm. Like there would be times when, because I'm supernaturally guided by God, like as crazy as that sounds, I have been from day one. So he tells me what to do and what not to do. So like if I, if I try to set up a meeting with somebody because I'm going to try to make it happen, God would say, abort your plans. That's not the right person. And I would have to abort my plans because he knows best. God's my boss. And, and then like, I would have to do that and adjust based on what God's telling me. And then like two days later, I would get like a call or I'd get like an email and it would be even better than what I thought I was trying to make happen. Now I'm at a point where I, I had reached a point where I stopped trying to make it happen, even though sometimes I still do <laughs> just because I think it's our human nature to want to try but we really have to let go and let God and wait and wait. It's so, it, it, it's, it's so opposite to what this, the, the culture has like kind of taught us. But the manifestation is so much at a whole, whole nother level when you let God make it happen for you. Because God's word says he performs all things for us. We just have to trust in the Lord, lean not on our own understanding, and he'll direct our path. Like God's word is true, you know, 100% those things are real. And they, they are manifesting in my life, God's word is. But the thing is this, like I pray, but I pray God's word. Like I, I'll say the, the scripture out loud. Like if I want to be healed, I'll say, you know, Lord, you were wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities and by your stripes, we are healed. Like I don't get sick. God taught me that we have power over sickness. Like I don't worry about money because God, his word, he's, I declare it. And I say, because God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You know what I mean? But I say these things in a hundred percent faith. So they manifest for me. The question is, do you believe God's word? Like yeah. how, how, how real is your faith? Cause if it's real, then it's going to become real in your life. I'm just a girl who's <laughs> living by faith. You know what I mean? And we can all do it. 
it's really simple. It's interesting how like people have like different ways of like how their businesses are run and how their work ethics are. And I think it's as long as everyone's happy with the results they're getting and how they're getting it, I think that's the important part that like for you, the way that your faith plays an effect that you're happy with how things are going. And I know for me, I've always been growing up as having to work hard for something and kind of prove people that I have to, I will get it done. But in both of our situations, we're happy with what we're, our outcomes in, even though it's completely two different work ethics in a way. So it's actually not because let me not fool you in that. Yes, I operate by faith. My, I, I'm walking a very spiritual journey, but I work incredibly hard. Oh, yeah. uh, God has led me to create very organized systems, database management, uh, people management. Uh, the systems behind my business uh, are extremely uh, organized. Uh, I mean, it's, but, and they're also simple, mm. you know? Because when God was kind of leading me to use this, he like, here's another example. When you're operating by faith, like you'll be on social media and all of a sudden the, an ad for exactly what you need pops up. Yeah. And you're not certain. Yeah. And that's not Facebook uh, algorithms. No, no, this is, this is God's supernatural intervention. Or you'll search on Google and like just the, the exact thing you need. Or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's how you kind of see God helping you. You get like these divine help along the way. And then, or somebody will email you and just offer to help. Like, hey, you know, that somebody at the time, like I didn't know anything about search engine optimization at all. Like I had to start the magazine one article at a time and integrate all these uh, internet marketing strategies to build it effectively. Otherwise, I'm, nobody's going to come to the magazine, you know? So I've had to learn everything every step of the way and implement it. You know, there's, there's still been that part of me having to actually build the business and build the infrastructure online and digitally with, with all the, the creative and marketing materials and, and also the backend data management. So it's all that, but it's, but with God's help, it supernaturally comes together like a lot easier. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, there's less confusion because I know God's with me. So I'm like, I don't worry. I don't have to worry about the tools that I'm going to need to keep building what I'm building because he's building it. Actually, God's word says he who builds that house if the Lord doesn't build the house, he who builds it, builds it in vain. You know what I mean? So that's why I say it's God's business. I'm just, he's just, you know, letting me run it. <laughs> Do you have a memorable um, article that you've posted so far in the magazine? Like a memorable guest or a person that's been in it? Well, I mean... I would have to say Shania Twain was a really big one for me because I always used to, when I was younger, sing her songs. Like I love Shania Twain and I think a lot of girls do. Um, and Gwen Stefani was a, a, a really exciting one for me. Um, yeah, you know, because, you know, Hollywood and Beverly Hills and all, celebrities and stuff were all, weren't very accessible to me as a, growing up mm -hmm. you know so now that it it's just kind of part of what I do it's still exciting you know because I'm I'm still just like that girl <laughs> you know I say I'm just an ordinary girl living an extraordinary life and yeah. that's awesome yeah you mentioned that you're in real estate talk about your real estate career and how you've been able to do both this magazine and your real estate. Yeah. So I got into real estate when I was 18. I, became, I got a license and then at 24, I, I became a broker, which means I can operate independently. Like I'm my own real estate company, which was cool. And I had real estate was always, it always allowed me to make money, you know, like I could 
go get a job as an assistant to somebody, or I could sell a house and earn a commission, you know? So it was always like a safety net for me. And it kind of still is, but, uh, but there was a point in 2017 when I was, had been building the online magazine, like it wasn't making money yet, but I was just building it and getting it all set up, writing and, and, and I was also working in real estate. But then, and I was working with another agent and I, I was, I had a salary, but I was also doing commissions. So I was kind of in a, com- a comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. But then God was telling me it's time to quit that. And I was like, but it's not making money yet. Like what? You know? And he, he brought me to this point of it's time to take that full leap of faith where you have to let go of your comfort zone and trust me. And I did. I quit and sure enough, God is faithful and true. The business started making money like that same month and it hasn't stopped, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I knew at the, like the right timing, like when you stopped doing the real estate, it's like right after you made that transition, the business picked up and it's kind of, but that's because God's been guiding it. And like a lot of times we'll, we'll quit something there. That's the thing. There is a right timing and it's God's timing that like, and another thing I say is there's free will and there's God's will. You can't have both, you know? So it's like, I made that decision uh, in 2008 to follow God's will because I didn't want mine anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I, I wanted God's will in my life and I still do. And that's what happened. He, when we, when we want God's will, it's actually better than we can imagine. It's way better than anything we could imagine or try to like hustle and make happen for ourselves. So you talked about earlier in the episode about you are a writer and producing um, films and episodes and writing episodes is your is there a point where you're like this is another dream of mine or you're wanting to do both the magazine and this or is this one of those where maybe after a while i want to stop doing the magazine and i want to move to this side so with god all things are possible i can do all things through christ who strengthens me uh there are no limits i don't have to put one thing down because there's another thing i want to do see we are divinely endowed with all the skill sets and gifts and talents we need to 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 make to live our dream life to the fullest Mm -hmm. so right now i'm i still am in real estate, you know, um, and, and to answer your previous question, getting into developing real estate and things like that. Um, I have the magazine, I have the television shows I'm producing, and then I have movies, feature films I intend to do in the future. And there's not one part of me that thinks that I can't do all of them at the same time. I have, I have supernatural uh, assistance. Mm-hmm. The other thing is I fast. I eat one meal a day and I pray. So when we do that, we do get like a grace from heaven that allows our output capacity to, to become supernatural. I always used to joke like, oh, I wish there were like 10 of me. I could do so much more, but it's like, <laughs> I know we all wish that at some, some point in our life. Yeah, but we don't actually need m- m- more than one of us. God always tells me, don't underestimate what one person can do. And so with that in mind, and that's why also that with God, all things are possible. I keep my faith strong. And then we, we can stay in a limitless place, you know? I can do it all because he can help me do it all. Oh yeah, I, it all comes also with mindset. Like you have the mindset to say, "I'm gonna get, I'm gonna complete all these. I'm gonna be able to manage all of these." With the TV show, was when you were writing the TV show, were you inspired by any other shows? Like you kind of were using those to help formulate what your story was gonna be about. 
No, because the story is about my life, Mm. you know, so it's based on real life lessons I've learned as a young woman, you know, all through my 20s and 30s. I'm I'm in my mid 30s now. And um, but I created a fictional world. So it's not reality TV. I call it fictional reality. So like I would play myself, but then I, I have all these cool cast members I've created that viewers can love and get to know. But I get to also creatively express, you know, and and create this world that doesn't exist, but it exists in my mind and I'm putting pen to paper and, and going to bring it to life. And And this is the other thing because we're made in God's image, right? So we are naturally creative and that's where we should be. We should be building and creating and writing or making music, whatever it is. We creating is creativity is life, you Mm. know? And so that's just part of who we become as children of God. We become way more creative. So where in the process is your TV show series? It's still being written, the more episodes, or is it trying to like get it to someone in the industry to hopefully make it happen? Right. So the I've written the I've written the first season one. So there's 13 episodes, um, and that I guess it's in script phase. But now I'm waiting for God for when He opens the right door for me to begin the the development and production of it. And there have been multiple times where I've tried to make it happen myself, (laughs) just out of excitement and out of impatience, you know, Uh, but God supernaturally closes those doors and I'm, I'm waiting on him. And I know that when he opens the right door, it's going to be way better than anything I could have tried to make happen for myself. Mark my words. (laughs) Has the the pandemic played an effect with your film's business? Um, I mean, my business, but with the, with the shows. With the shows or films or even businesses. uh, You know, my, not, not really, you know, there was like one month where it was like a little slow, but we didn't stop, you know, making money because the way the business is set up because it's a multi-tiered revenue model, which again is God's genius mm-hmm. um, to where we, there'll always be some form of income. Uh, so we were definitely not really impacted, but the TV shows, I think, yeah, I think that everything came to a standstill, you know, but I think that was like God saying, okay, everybody go to your rooms, think about what you've been doing. <laughs> now I'm giving you a chance to really reflect, now, come, now, when you come out, you, I want you to have a better attitude and I want you to pursue your dreams. Yeah. You know, I think we've all, uh, you were like the 10th person that's told me, you know, I've really now just, you know, had time to think about what I really want to pursue. And, and that's what we need to do. We have to pursue our passions and our dreams. And thank God he gave us some time to slow down and actually do that. You know, like God is good and he wants us to do that. He wants us to pursue our dreams. He gave them our dreams. (laughs) I know you're totally right. It kind of was like, I mean, some people view the the whole pandemic as, oh, it's bad. And it it has its moments, but from an individual standpoint, it's the time to reflect and see what's important in your life and what do you want to pursue? What are your next goals? And with each of my guests, I always ask like, what's their goals and what does the future look like? And everyone's different. Everyone has that different path that they're ready to take on. And this is for me is my path right now is see how far I can get this podcast going and keep evolving, keep it growing, keep going as I mean, I don't know if I want to go as fast as I can because I want to enjoy every second of it. Right. But I'm excited to see where things are going for it. Is there an industry or a business that you're kind of thinking, I want to get my hands in? Like, I haven't done anything in that area yet, but I think I can do it. 
Well, so definitely television production, but I, I have feature film concepts and things like very high budget blockbuster franchise concepts I intend to create in the future. And so at this point where I'm at, that seems like beyond me. It's like another impossible dream, but with God, all things are possible. So I know, and I have a hundred percent faith that nothing is off limits. Yeah. And because I, I have a relationship with God and I delight myself in him, I love him. I, you know, I spend time with him in prayer. He's going to give me the desires of my heart because that's one of his promises. Delight yourself in me and I'll give you the desires of your heart. So I trust him. So what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Yeah. I'm going for everything that I want to do because God is with me and I know he's going to, he's going to, he's going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. you know but the one thing i do want to do um is i would love to record an album even just like for fun and so i'm i'm a born again christian and i want to call it reborn and i just want to sing i love to sing <laughs> maybe you'll do a duet with shania twain or gwen Stefani. you never yeah know yeah you do never know <laughs> that would be fun And, you know, it should be fun. And like you mentioned something, how you're excited about the future. We should be excited. We should be excited about what we're doing and pursuing. No? I think it's all all look look forward, not past. You grow from the past, but you're ready to plan what the future is going to look like for you. Yes. You talked about having a great team uh, or staff working with you. Do you feel that you have a good trust with them where you can let them manage certain tasks and you don't have to like micromanage at all? Absolutely. I don't have to micromanage. It's a dream team. And again, because God brought us together. Actually, there were times where God told me I had to let some people go because they weren't the right people. Mm -hmm. God supernaturally reveals these things to you. Um, like I'll be folding laundry and how does God talk to me or give me these epiphanies or these moments of perfect clarity where you just know exactly the right thing to do. I'll be like folding laundry or like washing dishes. It's like in really quiet times where you're not seemingly doing anything where God speaks to you and you're like, Oh, I have to go do that right now. And then you send the email and then it shifts and then perfect. Now you're on a new trajectory and it's like, wow, thank you. (laughs) But yeah, I, they, I don't have to micromanage there. I mean, I definitely, we're a team. There's no I in team. And I think if every, if you're going to build a business or any type of organization, you have to cultivate a team atmosphere where, um, because I think, I don't think that people like to be micromanaged. I think people want to, to feel um, entrusted and capable of whatever they are called to do or hired to do. So uh, as a business owner, that's important um, that, that your team feels that way. Uh, we have a monthly team meeting where we touch base and, and you know, we share our thoughts, wants, needs, and wishes. So we're all on the same page. But as the team leader, I definitely oversee everything and I I keep my eye on everything. So if there's any errors or things that need, if any one team member has a weakness, I have to uh, address it with them um, and and work with them to make it a strength. Like I always ask God, you know, make make my weaknesses strength, you know, so... So he'll give me, he'll make me do things or give me experiences where I have to confront those weaknesses Mm -hmm. in order for me to uh, grow them into strength, right? So it's the same thing with with team players in the business. Uh, That's why like, if there's something I need them to do better, I don't do it. I say, go do it. Please, please make the corrections and let me know when it's done, you know? And so, or, oh, you forgot to do this. Please go do it. And then let me know when it's done. So they go and then they don't forget. So there's like a certain way to manage people where uh, we're always learning. You know, this is school of life, yeah. you know, for all of us. Uh, and I, I actually love it. I, I love learning. I, you know, I think that's a good thing. But it's the same thing in any business. So when you have a team, 
to always be teaching them in a way how to do things better without making them feel like they're not doing it good enough. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. I kind yeah. of think that it's like, you're not, a, you're teaching them, but don't be like a professor in a way where you're just like cramming us with information and stuff. Cause I know sometimes when I was in school, I would be like, wow, he really thinks we don't know anything. And right. how you approach the situation. Cause like if I had a boss where they're just going, they're nicely talking, just showing things, letting me work, try things out. To me, I'm going to learn more because it's just the atmosphere that I'm in. And it's just, I feel in a safe environment. If I have a boss where they're just like, the way that they're communicating is not how I would want that's then start things going through our head that's where errors happen so no I totally understand and like you said learning I'm a person I want to learn as much as I can learn different skills that I don't have um I might it might take me longer to learn it but it's better to have it be there than not at all and that's what like doing these interviews I learn at least one thing from each interview something about myself and what I can use in the future in my daily life after having an interview. That's right. And that's why I love like school of life. You know, we should always be learning forever. Like even when I, when I get to heaven, I want to continue to learn. Like there's never, and there's limitless uh, knowledge and, and, you know, things we can learn about each other, about ourselves. So it's important to always be willing to learn. Yep. So what does the future look like for you professionally and personally? What are your goals that you're wanting to set for yourself? Well, so when I created, when God gave me the vision for the magazine, like when I was still living in San Diego, um, I saw it clear as day. Wow. This could be like the official Beverly Hills magazine, like, you know, and so I had the vision, but then I had to apply practical uh, strategies to build it. So I built, I, I wrote out the business plan, a very in-depth business plan. And all of those things are, are manifesting, right? So the online, the affiliate sales, the store, the TV shows, and now I just launched the print and digital. Um, so for me, goals, I'm going to have goals of, of, me, of reaching certain levels of subscribers, mm -hmm. you know, to the different subscriptions, whether it's print, digital, or television. Uh, but then I still have my other visions, other dreams that are going to require my, my um, practical application in order to, for those to start manifesting. So we can operate in the spiritual uh, perspective and mindset where faith exists to, to then manifest into the physical. So you kind of have to have a marriage between your, your spiritual and your, the, the physical realm, right? Mm -hmm. So I have the goals for the magazine that I, I have in place that I intend to meet. But then I have the vision for the, the, my production company, Tigris Films, where I want to produce television films. And so that's kind of going to be my next level of growth and my, my next dream, you know. And we're never too old or too young to pursue new dreams, yep. you know. Totally. That's the, yeah, it's the joy of life, you know, is living our dreams. That's why I say live your dream life. <laughs> Put it on a poster, put it on a neon sign, something. something well, God says, write, write the vision and make it plain. Like, I would even recommend, like, write a letter to God. Dear God, these are all the things I want to do. You know, write, God's like our best friend. Write a letter to him and put it out there in a letter. Make it plain. But, yeah, so I do have the Seven Oracles of Success book. But then I have the seven oracles of success webinar where I actually teach and go more in depth on the seven oracles. And then I also have the live your dream life coaching program, which is like, uh, it's four weeks of intense spiritual, uh, training on the spiritual secrets of success. 
Mm-hmm. So you could visit, you know, my website, JacquelineMadison.com. You could visit SevenOracleOfSuccess.com. You could visit LiveYourDreamLife.com. You know, just if you want a little bit more information about how to actually apply spiritual secrets to, of success to, to live your dream life. That's all I'm doing. That's all I've done. <laughs> and anybody can do it. Yep. <laughs> The final question I'm going to ask you is for someone that's listening to this interview, what tips or advice would you give them to rise to their challenge to overcome obstacles and accomplish their goals? Mm, That's a great one. Well, again, it's all in the book, but if I had to put it in like a closing statement, I would say, uh, have faith, have faith, you know, you are going to have obstacles. You are going to have challenges. There are going to be some days that are so difficult. You're going to want to give up, but do not lose faith, faith in yourself and your ability that you can make all your dreams come true and you can accomplish any goal that is on your heart to do. And, and, Keep faith in God and cultivate your relationship with God because you will need supernatural divine assistance Mm -hmm. to really live your dream life because you can achieve a certain level of success and make money and yada, yada, and that's fine. But I'm talking about a supernatural level of success where it's beyond anything you could imagine for yourself. Okay, think about your dreams, the things you want for yourself, and then like times 10. That's what it becomes when, when you walk with God and you have faith with God, because a faith in God, because he's going to supernaturally help you. Mm. So faith is the key to live your dream life. Well, Jacqueline, I want to thank you so much for coming on to the show and talking about your rise to the challenge. I definitely learned a lot about your story and what I can put in my life to further my career and evolve as a person. And I want to thank you so much. Oh, Alex, thank you. I love you so much. God bless you. You're always in my prayers. And I just am so excited for you to, to move forward and pursue all your passions and to live your dream life. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Tune in next time to hear my next guest talk about their rise to the challenge. Remember to follow and subscribe on all major audio platforms. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the full-length episode in video format. What path will you take to accomplish your goals? You decide.